This is a podcast about just opinions. Hey, yo, this is what it is. This is what I think. We all have kind of outlandish takes. Like, don't at me. If there's other free-form stuff that comes with it, we cover that, too. Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. Don't at me. Episode 39. What's up, y'all? What's happening? What's going on, guys? Same old same. Mike Silva here, joined by always Chance. Chance, what's happening? Shit. You know, same old, same old, that nigga Chance, you know, back again, another week, don't at me. Pennywise uh, shirt. Yeah, yeah, this is, I think I actually wore this in 37 as well, too. So, uh, yeah, you know, y'all see my rotation, it's only like two weeks, you feel me? <laughs> Jock in the house. Jock's been busy lately, what's been yeah, up, Jock? I've been busy, man, you know, I've been not on the you know, last a couple episodes, and I apologize, but I've been, you know. Nah, you work. Driving reviews and. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> Let's keep it at that. But I'm back now. I'm back, you know. Back with another episode of Don't At Me. So we actually have a couple updates for y'all. I uh, wanted to introduce some Don't At Me swag. Oh, oh look at that. Oh, shiz, <laughs> Don't At Me mask. Look, for everybody viewing on YouTube, you can check it out. For anybody listening, check it out. But you can see here the don't at me front, got the back, and I'll tell you a little bit about this this thing here. It is 100% soft neoprene, can be sterilized in the oven or microwave, so you can microwave that shit after every use, and you can machine wash it on the warm cycle up to 140 degrees Fahrenheit. It's reusable. It's uh, lightweight, but at the same time, you know, I think it'll keep the scaries out. Functional, but, uh, you know what I'm saying? We're going to have a little contest with for these. Um, we'll, we'll give you guys more details on social media, but I think they're pretty cool. I've worn this one out a couple times. I think it's also ironic that it says, don't at me over your yeah. face. That's fly, man. That's fly. You know, you guys don't know what you're missing, so. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned, though. We're going to be giving some out, so pay attention, and uh, we'll give you guys more info on where to get those. But let's jump into this week's docket. Uh, kind of a slow news week, you know, nothing uh, too, too eventful, but we have some things that happened earlier this week, so we're going to just jump right in with this. All right. Number one. Kanye announces he is running for president of the United States in 2020. So he actually announced this with a tweet. Go ahead and share this one with you all. I mean, I'm not surprised because he said he was going to do this, but I am surprised. He, He announced on July 4th, we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision and building our future. I am running for president of the United States. America flag emoji. <laughs> you see, you Hashtag 2020 Musk. vision. So you see Elon Musk supporting him. And then yeah, Kim, my full support, and then, uh, says. Two chains actually did, too. But I just want to say, man, I don't understand why people take Kanye seriously. Like when he, <laughs> Thank he, you. Like, he, he's my man. Don't get me wrong. Like, as far as musical and, like, fashion and shit. But let's, let's, let's just dial it down a little bit. You know what I mean? Let's think about it. He's coming out with an album soon, so I think it's something to do with like promoting it, maybe. You know what I mean? To get kind of like some traction going towards that. 
And plus, like, it's too late for him to actually run, bro. If y'all actually been reading some articles and links and stuff like that, he's, like, missed the deadline to register, like, in six different states right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it just mm-hmm. it's not realistic, you know? Um, Man, me – anyone that takes – that took this seriously, like, uh, I don't know, y'all need to get, like, re- reevaluated or something like that. Um, because, <laughs> first of all, I – like you said, Jack, he missed the deadline. One, he's had no campaign at all. Like, you can, just can't tweet you're running for president and, like, have, like, no type of platform or anything like that, you know, of, that you're running on or anything like that. Like, come on, man. And But it, what's crazy is a lot of people are taking him seriously. Like, I mean, I, I got into a conversation with this dude named Steve Lyons on Facebook, who apparently I know, but apparently he's some, like, celebrity or something like that but i don't know i don't know this guy but yeah he was like dude kanye he's he he really could do it it's like dude shut the shut the fuck up man like get the fuck out of here but uh yeah that that's my take on it man i'm tired of like these wrenches being thrown into like our um political system it's kind of sad to see that this is the type of shit that we entertain well, that's the sad thing you say entertain and i think people will entertain it i think if he's serious and there's some way he can get on a ballot or a write-in or something like that. I think he can get a lot of votes, which is not me saying that I believe in him and his abilities as a politician or a person to run the country. But I know and I have faith in the American people to do something crazy like that. I mean, I'm, Jack, you were with me on election night in 2016. We were just drinking, just passing the time. Not even really paying attention because we didn't think, you know, we're like, well, clearly Clinton's going to win. And we're watching just like with our mouths dropped, like, wait, wait, what? Yeah, we got quiet. I remember that. We got quiet. So, I mean, it's anything can happen. You know, that's why I'm like, man, I mean, I'm with you on, okay, he doesn't have a platform. He doesn't have a campaign. But the scary thing is he probably won't need one. I think if he just puts out, you know, he's been very, you know, vocal about, the church over the last year and a half, two years, which is good, you know, great for him. Um, If he gets, you know, that angle and he gets, you know, um, you know, he gets like the, the, the religious folks and, and, you know, gets part of the black vote. Hey, boom. But you know, the other thing too, though, the other part that that people don't consider. Go ahead, Mike. What's it going to take for Biden to win? Mm-hmm. He's got to win the black People vote. People not right? fucking voting for Kanye. He need, yeah, he needs to win the black vote. Right. Kanye right. is obviously friends with Trump. You know, he backs him. He wears MAGA hats. I mean, he's he, there's a chance he could be a swing vote enough to prevent Biden from winning. That's you know? that's exactly I mean, what it is. That's what it's all a ploy for. That's exactly yeah. what it's a ploy for. And anyone that doesn't understand that, like, come on, man. Like, you shouldn't even be able to vote. But, like, uh, right. like wait, 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 hold on, wait. Let, let me finish real quick. Um, for, for one, the, we've, we're living this movie right now. We've seen this movie before. Like, that would just be the sequel, uh, if you guys know what I mean. Like, what I mean by that is, like, okay, everyone said, oh, or, well, you know, Kanye, he'll go in there with a fresh mind, uh, a fresh cap on things. You know, he's not some politician. Well, guess what, guys? He's going to be in politics. Like, you don't just throw some rando in the, pol- like, the highest level of government. 
You, you just can't do that. I mean, we've done, we did it in 2016 and look where the fuck we are now, you know? So, I mean, it's, it, it's shit like that. Like people using their celebrity as a platform to like, be like, Oh, my voice needs to be heard. Like, no dude. Like if Kanye was like, I'm running for the mayor of Chicago, I'd be all fucking behind that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's levels to this shit. You can't just go in at the highest level of government, man. Like, nah, I'm uh, I'm not going for that shit. Like, for real, anybody coming to me with some Kanye is this Kanye that, and you talking about him being the president, I'm stuck shit at you. Yeah, so like, yeah, I, I get all that. And, and like I'm saying, like once again, people have to learn to stop taking shit so seriously and like for gospel. You know, like when people do shit, especially with Trump, when he says shit. Don't take shit seriously. Like, use your brain. You know, we all have brains. We are all somebody. But he's the president, though, bro. No, I'm yeah, We're I know supposed that. to take everything he says seriously. That's what's well, wrong with this country. Well, not really, because even with the president, you still want to question things and, like, don't just follow stuff blindly. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but you still want to, like, No, you should a- challenge everything you hear. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, you, you most definitely should, but, like, you don't want to challenge everything coming from that person. You want to have to, you want to trust that person to do that job. I got you. I got you somewhat. I got you. You know what I'm saying? You can have both what you're saying and what Jock's saying. I don't think they're competing ideas. You know what I mean? For sure. The whole Kanye thing, man, like, you know, just don't vote for him. Like, I'm one of the biggest Kanye fans. Like, we all are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we like like his music. Huge Kanye fan. Yeah. Don't, Don't fall for the trap. Well, and the other part of that, too, you know, you know, his Yeezy label got millions in small business loans. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, so, came out, that was news today. Yeezy Apparel brand received as much as $5 million in small business loans from the federal government. A new disclosure shows the fashion line got between $2 million and $5 million from the Trump administration's $660 billion paycheck protection program, according to the SBA. Easy, which is prescribed as a is prescribed and prescribed, <laughs> described as a black business on the form, saved 106 jobs with the loan that was approved on April 13th. This is, this disclosure comes just days after West announced a run for president, and after two weeks, he confirmed a, sal- a surprise collab between Yeezy and Gap that sent Gap shares soaring up as much as 43%. Man, we should have got that on Cash App. We should have thought about that, man. Yo, I'm not going to lie. I was thinking about getting the Gap like months ago just because like, I knew July 4th was coming up, and I was like, yo, they uh, yeah. be rocking. No, no, oh, no, them and Old Navy, like they, they used to be rocking them, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know. The year, yeah. you have the year on there. Yeah, hell yeah. I used to rock that, two, that 2001 one to like fucking senior year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hell was live. You know, I never oh, worked that shit. Sure. I couldn't afford that shit. I know Kanye mentioned it too. You know, when he used to work, yeah. you couldn't afford the gap. You said what? You couldn't afford the gap. Was the gap expensive? Yeah, nigga. Like, like I'm talking about like my own money. I wasn't working in high school like that. You know. Oh. What I mean? Well, you know, yeah. Old Navy was cheaper. I think Gap was a little bit higher. Yeah, it was those levels. Because even Kanye mentioned it. He was like, you know. When he's, he worked there and he still couldn't afford the shit, the shit that he wanted. And you know, we got expensive yeah. taste. You know what I'm saying? So That is true, because I'd go in there sometimes thinking the same thing. Like, oh, this is Old Navy pricing. And then I'd be like, like that. What's the little, yeah. the the meme, the dude, the fucking squid, the cat dog? What's the little oh, mouse? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Winslow. <laughs> in and out that door, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Winslow, <laughs> hey. 
The yeah, little homie, yeah. little homie that live on the corner from me that I be playing basketball with, he looked just like Winslow, bro. <laughs> I swear to God, he looked just like I showed him and all his friends. They could all clown him because I was right. Yeah, Abercrombie, all that shit. Shout out Prince, man. That's my nigga. I couldn't afford that shit until like I get like 18, 19 when I start, you know, actually getting money. Y'all, y'all remember Metro Park? Nah, I ain't used to rock that. Yeah, there's a store called Metro Park, but yeah, I used to <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that little nigga. I remember Zoomies. Zoomies too, yeah. Like once we had a job interview at Zoomies, did not go well. I I I we totally missed we? us there. I think we both did. Yeah. Me, you and Gary. Gary's cousin, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. We we did the whole team ego thing. He's like, oh, so you guys are fooling yourself, huh? We're like <laughs> Nah, but now like, I yeah, see why bitch. that was a mistake. <laughs> you guys are fooling yourself. All right, moving on. We got the NFL in the headlines again. NFL has announced that they plan to play the Black National Anthem. Uh, NFL to play Black National Anthem before week one games. That is traditionally known as Lift Every Voice and Sing. Chance, you were talking about this song, man. Man, I used to smash that shit, you know what I'm saying, in the choir and shit at church, you know, in Palestine when I would go. Go lift every voice and sing. Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit go hard. But me, it's just pandering. Like, like come on, you don't got to do that shit. Why do, we, why do we even sing a national anthem at football games and basketball games and shit like that anyway? Why, I like that, that you always call pandering. Yeah, that, huh? that, that is true. You always call the pandering card. Yeah, but it is, though. Like, I mean, come I'm on, fam. Denying. Like, like, uh, like... I don't know, man. Like, it, it's just weird. It, it, it's just weird. Like, it's as much shit as like these companies are doing, or like they think that they're doing for you know uh, the black community. It's not enough. They still like what we want <laughs> is like for the police and, and like fucking you know like a systemic racism. Whenever that shit happens, like for those people to be like held accountable. You know, like we want the the killers of um, Breonna Taylor. You know, all, like all that shit. You know, like we we not getting that. They giving us everything, but you know, but what it is, you know, is you know, I don't know. I, I haven't seen. I didn't watch Cap's workout or whatever. But give Cap another shot. Like I don't know. Give you know, like I don't know. Like give do something Brown else other than like yeah. Give Antonio Brown a shot. Like they, fucking. They, I, I mean, I don't know. You man. can't really like, compare them though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Antonio Brown kind of just fucked up. But, uh, like, I don't know, man. Like, it it feels like they're just giving us everything except for what, like, we're asking for. You know? Like, we didn't ask for that shit. Who who wants to – who want to hear – I mean, it, it depends on who, who they got singing that motherfucker, too. Like, yeah. they, they better not have Fergie up in that motherfucker singing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody like that. Kelly Clarkson or somebody. Kelly yeah. Clarkson got solo, though. I fucks with him. From Texas too. I, I just, I just think that personally, they're just trying to appease to us right now because of the climate, of course. But it's like, do you really even like mean the stuff that you're doing? I'm being like, what is that gonna do? Yeah, and I, I don't think they do. Like you said, it needs to be deeper than that. We need to start actually seeing like accountability and action show other than this. And like, it's cool that you guys are like getting rid of some of the mon- monuments and some places. But like, once again, they're just trying to appease to us. Like as of right now, we we try, we gotta think about the long run and stuff. You know? Yeah. So, I was yeah, trying to pull up the song. 
I mean, like, uh, what, what the NFL could do about it. <laughs> what the NFL could do is um, like uh, do an expansion and give four black billionaires a chance to own a team. And remember, I talked about that. That would be good once we start getting some black. Like money. that would be that would be like I mean, it'd be better for football because you got fucking four more teams. You know what I'm saying? Nah, more teams wouldn't be better though. Honestly, you, you don't have think to find so? a way to you have to find a way to break into the in more match. in more in more markets though. Nah, man. I mean, who, you, you do the economics. It's hard to find a stadium. And I mean, you look at the NBA. There are a lot of people thinking that they should even take away teams. Now, I'm not. I don't disagree with, yeah, there needs to be no, more diversity and ownership, but I don't know that creating more teams is the answer. I mean, you never know. The league is always looking to make more money, but they've mm-hmm. already, they're already going to recoup so much more by having an extra playoff game and an extra uh, playoff team uh, – or sorry, extra playoff game and an extra uh, week of the regular season next year, starting in 2021. Sorry. Um, mm-hmm. I'm with you though. I mean, it's complex because what's the what's the answer? You know, what's the yeah. what's the solution? What I do like change, right? Yeah, and what I do like that the NFL is doing is they're changing like the name of the Redskins, the Washington Redskins. Yeah, that, yes. that's gonna be dope. So I'm excited to see like what new name they have for that. You know, well, that's the thing. They Although me at confirm that yet, and the people that were in the ownership group are already kind of possibly talking about selling so oh okay. but the good thing is though if you're getting people two birds are one minded out of the league mm-hmm. that's that's a net win in my mind exactly that that's a win to end with that being said you kill two birds with one song uh, with one stone with what i've been saying sell the team to fucking uh you know like uh where the majority are black owners you know it doesn't have to be like it like make it make it diverse you know, like, make it a team to where, like, you not only have, like, uh, you know, say there's three fucking owners or whatever, you know, like, you know, the majority, minority, all that shit like that. One guy's, like, fucking, you know, Dr. Dre. The other guy's, like, fucking, uh, what's that, Indi- uh, Russell Peters, uh, the Indian comedian dude. You know, like, someone, like, he has big money, you know what I'm saying? I'm just throwing people out there like that. Yeah. You know, people that are, you know, hip and hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, to put them, you know, in the position. So it's like, okay, well, now, like, okay, well, you guys can shut up about us not having black owners. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's something that we want to shut up about, you know? Well, and I will say, I mean, when the Panthers were looking to sell, um, there were a lot of people that were tied to that. There were, you know, Jordan, Curry, you know, different names tied to different groups and whatnot. So, I mean, it is good that people are at least getting involved in part of that conversation. Of course, opportunities have to open up. People have right. to actually want to sell, which is part of it also. Um, but that's why it's complex, you know. But it does – you do need more diversity. The other part of the NFL, too, though, is that it's so homogenized when you're just looking at the the product on the field. Because everybody's got helmets. All you really see are, you know, tattoos on arms – but you're not really seeing people's faces and their style. And, you know, I mean, they can have different shoes and cleats, but that's not really something that people can buy and just wear every day on the street, like a shoe, you know, basketball shoe or something like that. So it is a lot harder for that, that traditional thinking in football to change, but obviously it needs Mm -hmm. to change. I think by having different coaches, different 
ownership, it does create more of that diversity. But, you know, the systems in place with the, 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 the training and, and getting people prepared for that just don't seem to be – I mean, there just doesn't seem to be very many good coaches, period, right now. Um, now, again, I've, I've mentioned before, like an Eric Bieniemy, no reason why he hasn't been hired. That's, you know, kind of smells fishy to me in some mm-hmm. ways. But at the same time, we don't know how the guy interviews – um mm-hmm. it's it's complex it does require a change but i don't know the answer i really don't yeah i agree man i mean you, you know the most about football you know out of out of us here you know what i'm saying so yeah, i definitely agree um i just like the fact that they're finally getting rid of like some of the, the racist shit you know in the nfl mm-hmm. and the biggest thing once again is getting a black owner so goodell do the right thing everybody else support that do the right thing you know I will say, I mean, Chance, I know you mentioned it's pandering, but I think all these things are just major steps, at least compared to where we were, you know, years ago. So even if it is, you know, the action itself isn't necessarily a cure-all, but at least it's like an indication that things are starting to change. They're trying, exactly. I I hope, you know, it seems that way at least. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that, it just seems like it's kind of just like a pacification. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like it's just like a pacifier. It's just like, all right, just you know, for now, this is what we're doing. Like, all right, you may or may not get the bigger, you know, like the real food later, you know. But right now, just suck on this. Yeah, but you know, you brought up a good point, Mike. You know, we got to be positive. Like, I feel like we're going. Twenty twenty has been a very fucked up year. We all can agree on that. But the silver lining is, I think, you know, this year is a catalyst for like some great things to come. Like a different like oh for sure we're in the second half like we can't go nowhere but up that's what I believe you know what well, I'm saying the other part of uh, the NFL and kind of a cultural change or more of a 21st century culture um, not culture shock but the, the, bringing things to the forefront where things are progressive the way the NBA if you look at somebody like Pat Mahomes. Him getting that contract is a sign that, like, you know, that's the that's the face of the man, league. Man, like, how are they going to pay Pat and not pay Dak? Like, come on, man. Because <laughs> Pat got a fucking Super Bowl, fool. I know, I know. Jack- fucking ring, nigga. And he light-skinned. Oh, they both light-skinned. Well, <laughs> well you know. but I mean, it, you look at that, though, and you think, all right, he's he's there 10 years, you know, damn near $500 million. You yeah. know, <laughs> now granted, you have 503, to, right? to get that, but it's still a lot. And I mean, they've they wisely spread it out so it's not going to hurt their cap too much. So that was good, you know, good business on their side. But you know, it also could change things quite a bit if he's the face of the league now. I mean, you saw Deshaun earlier this week was pretty vocal and you know, expecting conversations, and you know, he wants those challenging conversations from leadership because they want to see change. You get somebody like him, Mahomes, you know, you already have it in the NBA. So if you continue mm-hmm. to have the stars right, like that, that honestly, it's a quarterback league, you know? And, I mean, people yeah. can say it's been a very white league, but, you know, it's been very yeah, it's white quarterback league. heavy for many, you know. Oh, uh, for the past two, for the past two, three seasons? It's changed. Yeah. It's, been yeah, it's changed. Yeah, for, sure. for sure. I mean, now we now saw that before any of this season started. Right. And it, it, it's more to it than that. You know, black, white, Hispanic, whatever. 
like we just got to play the sport. You know what I'm saying? Just disrespect when, when issues like go on, like in the real world, like when Cap tried to stand out and do what he did, like respect the shit, you know, don't shun people for doing it, you know, for their beliefs or whatever. Like that's all we, we talking about. We'll be for everybody. If it was an Asian trying to support like stuff that's going on in the Philippines right now, you know, like we're for that, you know, yeah. so that's my thing is be for stuff, stuff that's like not right in the world, you know, right. Especially it's been going all right. on. Hey, real quick on, uh, on Pat. So, uh, I like post this. I don't know if it's like accurate, Matt, Mike. You can do the math uh, on it, but um, it's like a contract breakdown. So it's five hundred and three million ten years. So that's fifty point three million a year. So a day that's a hundred and thirty seven thousand eight hundred and eight dollars. An hour that's five thousand seven hundred forty two dollars. A minute is ninety six dollars and a second is a dollar sixty damn now again i did read that for him to get that he'd have to go he'd have to get the uh mvp every year and he'd have to win the afc every year <laughs> wait what that's <laughs> wait, what yeah yeah, yeah. well now that's like again, a stipulation well, but it's like four. He's gonna make four hundred and seventy million. For him to get five hundred, he has to do those things, which is so, ridiculous. So, either way, I mean, forty-seven million a year. I mean, it's still yeah. He's still the way it. they they paced it out. It, it's it's actually pretty clever. I don't have the details in front of me right now, but y'all should look it up. It was pretty. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look it up, man. But you know, I take it one step further, man. Like Patrick Mahomes is very talented. He deserves it. Kudos to that man. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah pull, sure. pull those numbers up, Mike. Though. Pull, pull those numbers up. You kind of got me interested now. Pull, pull those up. And, yes, well, I am proud of uh, I know that's the, the terms of the deal. They basically mm-hmm. – he had 12 years – or he had two years left on his rookie deal. They basically broke that and chopped it into, like, a 12-year extension, basically. Okay. That's kind of what it worked itself out to because they have him through 2031. So it's worth. That's a long time from now, twenty thirty one. And the other thing too is there's no tra- uh, no trade clause, so they yeah. can't trade him unless he's you know gives them the sign off. But again, players have all the power now. What would happen first and more likely is him say, "I want to trade," but I can't imagine that would happen. You don't really see that happen in football. You know, it's a basketball thing. But this could be the basketballification of the NFL. NFL. So, yeah. All right. Let me ask y'all this. What y'all think his uh, his little girlfriend gonna do? Cause she, she not that she 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 looks like she'll be like one of them crazy ones, man. Cause she like not that. I mean, she cute, but she like you know. I but think for for NFL girl, she kind of like a, a seven and a half. I'm gonna get his own Sierra. Yeah, maybe that's next. I think that she's gonna try to get pregnant for sure. As as many times as she can to like like. That's- so next bag, you know, that's her goal. She's like, "Yep, no condoms, no birth control, letting <laughs> me." She's like, give me that Super Bowl, give <laughs> that sperm, Super Bowl of ball juice. Yeah, I remember that. Game. <laughs> Fuck that game, though. Honestly, yeah, I know, bro. Moving Fuck on. Uh, in other news, Beavis and Butthead making a return. <laughs> yeah. Now, we love Beavis and Butthead. Chance and I hey, like, grew yeah, up as Beavis, Beavis and Butthead, Butthead, basically. So I'll go ahead and share this article with y'all. I, I didn't even know this. I think I saw this on, like, Twitter or something. 
Beavis and Butthead returning with two new seasons and spinoffs at Comedy Central. So, hey, why not? It's cartoons. There's no cast. It's just Mike Judge, basically, right? So creator Mike Judge will oversee the updated series. Damn it, it's like giving all this epilepsy shit over here. Why does it keep flashing Fox News? Uh, We are thrilled to be working with Mike Judge and the great team at Three Arts again as we double down on adult animation. Get the shit out of here. (laughs) Nah, Mike, we're trying to hide this shit. (laughs) That's what it looks like for sure. I don't look up any politics, but you can't escape this shit, man. Like, it's like everywhere. Just like, fucking take politics down your throat. I'm on Hollywood Reporter and they're putting this shit in front of me. We are thrilled to be working with Mike Judge and the great team as we double down on adult animation at Comedy Central. Beavis and Butthead were a defining voice of a generation, and we can't wait to watch as they navigate the treacherous waters of a world light years from their own. So it's kind of a new take, and I'm guessing it's going to be in, like, modern days. So it's going to be, like, social media. They're basically Gen Z now. I'm thinking that's what it's going to be, and I hope that's what it's going to be because – Who's gonna? I mean, we're all gonna watch. I'm definitely gonna watch this. But well, what if it's just them, like as they were, but like they're just in our world now? That's what I'm thinking and kind of hoping. I think that's the only yeah. way that kids today yeah. are gonna pick up on that. Like teens today are gonna either think, yeah, no, they, shit they, they still gotta be watched, the, or you know, yeah, it, they still gotta be those Gen Xers. Yeah, yeah like, I think it'll be kind of cool that they had kids. You know what I mean? Like some kind of way, since like, we can like relate or they're married or some shit. You know. That'd be kind of dope. That would be funny if they had like kind of grew up like they were like. Hey, remember they met they dads in the movie. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't mind seeing them like talking about their moms. Yeah, I remember that. They were sluts. (laughs) They were sluts. (laughs) Beavis and Butthead do America was a classic, man. If you kids haven't seen that or who's ever viewing right now, go watch that. Dude, I was. I remember uh, when I first saw that, I was literally crying. Like, when they bust open the door to the cockpit, I was in tears, dude. I remember watching that because it came back for a while, I think in, like, what, 2010? Mm -hmm. Didn't it come back in, like, 05, 06, some shit like that? So it's got to be one of those. So it says it returned in 2011. So it went from 92 to 97, and then it came back 2011. Really? For oh, maybe they were just like on like random videos or some shit like that. Because I remember on like MTV2, they were like randomly – maybe it was just Beavis and Butthead. Could be. Yeah, I think it was just like episodes of Beavis and Butthead that just came on MTV2. Like there were way time. more seasons than I realized, though. Yeah. Like I had the uh, I, yeah, three on DVD, but there was like seven – Damn. Hey, you got you to gotta pick them shits up. I know. I got to get them for sure. Hey, me and Mike used to watch that shit, like, fucking, like, faithfully, like, every day, like, nonstop. Remember, you even had, the, like, uh, the game. Yeah. It was, like, a computer game and shit like that. You just, like, walk around yeah, a yeah. Kid. It was, like, I was, like, how do you win this game? I don't know. Like, it was, like, 10 bucks. I was, like, why not? Hell yeah, man. Like, for real, we, like, kind of based our lives on that shit. When we we did. Like, Way too much. Like, 10, 11 years old. Like, for real. Let, we used to act just like that. Let me guess. Chance, you were Beavis, and Mike, you were Butthead. 
right? Yeah, pretty much. Basically, yeah. Basically, yeah, yeah. Caught it. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. <man>. yeah. <laughs> now I want to go watch that shit. After this, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Didn't All right. Did better do like cocaine on one of them or drugs or shit? <laughs> Oh, well, Beavis I mean, when it was like Corholio, like cranked out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I need TP for my bubble. But it was like always something random, though, like too much sugar. Like, it'd be like caffeine or some shit like yeah. that. Oh, okay. It wasn't real drug. <laughs> caffeine pills in the in the movie. Oh, you know. I remember that. Yeah. All right. So this week we're getting a little bit, uh, we're doing things differently with random thoughts. So our random, random thoughts. Thought. Oops. Our random thoughts this week actually are all music related. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a little bit of a play it by ear for you all. We're gonna have a little bit of a segment here. If you want to hear the rest of the conversation, we're gonna do a pop smoke album cover. Um, well, album review and then album cover conversation as well because there's a lot to that. Obviously, yeah. you're gonna want to pay attention to play it by ear. That's gonna drop tomorrow. Make <laughs> sure you pay attention. Follow, play it by ear, subscribe, all that. And then, uh, yeah, so starting things out, Wash Us in the Blood. Kanye, Travis Scott released the single. Um, I'm afraid to even play it because you know how YouTube loves to block shit. Yeah. But initial thoughts. Chance, we'll start with you because you seem to have the most, like, vocal. <laughs> um. Well, when it came, I, I think I was the first one to put it in, like, the group chat and shit like you that. Were. Uh, so I... I think I was like the first one to see it. And I was like, ugh. Like, that's all I thought. Like, I don't know, man. It just, it made my head hurt. Like, for real. It like really, it like blew my high. I think I was high and shit like that. And it like blew it. Like, it just really threw me off when I heard it. And I didn't blame it always sounds like I'm, I'm hating on Kanye and shit like that. But <laughs> like, bro, his, his music has got progressively worse and worse and worse over time. I and mean, like, yeah, like sometimes the shit grows on me and shit. You know what I'm saying? But like this, like, I, I even, nah, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't go back and listen to this shit after like the first like two times I did. Like, it's just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I thought Travis would, if Travis would have had like a little bit more of, a part on the song, then maybe it would have been okay. But uh, outside of that, man, it just, uh, it, it really kind of, I don't know. It just threw me off. It What's with the off. video too? Look, I'll show some of the video. Yeah, the, the, notepad the, over the video it. is actually kind of like, it just looked like a fan made video and shit like that. Like, except I mean, for this shit. We're like, what is this about this guy? I don't know, man. <laughs> that shit honestly kind of like scared me. I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> And then he's got the uh, like all this. I'm guessing that's like Bro, you know. Could you imagine watching watching this video and listening to this song uh, while you like fucking shrooming or like tripping acid or fried out or some shit like that, man? He's got like the uh, have a heart attack. Fight video. Look, try to fucking block the YouTube shit. And they got this dude in the back. Look, he keeps watching the whole time. And, but, you know, I like the song, too, though. I, I like yeah. the video. I like the song. I thought it was visually striking. Somebody jumped yeah. to You know, I don't know. It's just catchy to me. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And, and Chance, you know, back to what you were saying as far as, like, his music getting pro progressively worse. I can see how some people feel that way. But uh, one thing that I respect about Kanye is he's, he's always trying to push the envelope to be different with something different. So I know a lot of people... Oh, I miss him just doing like his old, old shit like all the time. But you don't really grow as an artist 
continue just to stay the same, you know, like in my, and you know, like his, his, his music may be an acquired taste now, but I respect what he's doing as far as this song right here. I like it. You know, I feel like, yeah, Travis could have had a little bit more like, you know, shine time, but overall I thought it was a good like song, you know, like the message is good. Well, so the other thing I wanted to pull up too was kind of like the genius um, breakdown of it. Right. So like, um, so, you know, obviously, Wash Us in the Blood is kind of like a religious thing, you know? Oh, for sure. So, if you pull up the explanation on genius. All right, I'm going to pull it up here in a second. If you're viewing, you should see the lyrics on the side. So, it serves as the lead single to his upcoming studio album, reportedly titled God's Country. The title points to his Christian faith to be washed in the blood infers acceptance of Jesus Christ's sacrifice. The Bible talks about the cleansing power of Christ's blood in 1 John 1, 7. Kanye debuted an instrumental version during the premiere of his opera uh, Nebuchadnezzar on November 24, 2019. The record was later mentioned in his April 2020 GQ interview titled Inside Kanye West's vision for the future, where it was referred to as washed in the blood and described as having hard drums and Yeezus-like industrial horror noises. And I think that's kind of why I like it, too, because I didn't like Yeezus when it first came out, but it really grew on me. I mean, we did a, one of the last play-by-ears we did was a Yeezus listen. Yeah. Um, it says, on June 26th, he validated the song in a Twitter post and implied that the music video was directed by cinematographer Arthur Jaffa. Hoffa? In May 2020, he said that he had worked with Kanye on a video for his forthcoming album during a conversation with Michelle and me. It's from his new record. Uh, this will be the first single off it. I don't know if I'm supposed to not be announcing it, but yeah, it's from the new record. Three days later, he confirmed the release of the song, the album's title on the Twitter post, the official video premiered the following day. Right, and so that, that this brings you back to what I said earlier about the whole presidential thing. That is, This is what it's for. You know what I mean? Like, this is what it's for. It's promote this fucking album. You know? Some kind of way he's going to spin it and make it be about this. Watch. Well, I mean, if you're looking for his campaign, this is kind of it, you know? I mean, this is kind of a call to action. He's saying, you know, there's like a lot of religious undertones, like in the song, talking about, you know, the blood of the Lamb of Christ, um, you know, Hmm. 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 Mike. <laughs> Mike. I can't hear anything right now. Yeah, your sound went out, man. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was tripping. It's like, oh, my computer <clears throat> right up. Can you hear me, Chuck? I can hear you fine. Yeah, I can't hear Mike. I can't hear Mike. I'm pretty sure he's still talking about Kanye. I wonder if can he hear us. He probably can't hear us either. Yeah, Mike. Nah, he. Mike. <laughs> Y'all hear me now? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Lame ass technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's all good. We well, I heard y'all when y'all were like, hey, it's not going. Y'all were like, Mike. And I was like, did I say something I shouldn't have said? <laughs> nah, we couldn't hear you. 
anyway, we keep it raw in here. No edits. Um, no edits. But, you know, just kind of going through, like, the – what I was saying – so what I was doing, I was saying, shout down on us. I was going, whole life being thugs, no choice selling drugs. I was just reading it off, and I thought Chance was going, huh. Huh. I'm not spitting like what? And then all of a sudden I was like, wait. And then I paused. Anyway, what I was saying was, you know, it it talks about, you know, basically all the hard times that, you know, black people are having to deal with. It kind of ties that into the song. And then, you know, towards the end, execution 30 states, 30 states still execute. You know, he's talking about killing people. It's going to be kind of pushing, you know, his religious message which i don't think is a bad thing you know even though they say separation in church and state i think people need a little bit more god right now but i think that's what people might kind of gather and rally behind if they do actually kind of go and vote for him this is going to be basically his platform i feel like you know so i mean right and he's going to get like a lot of the younger votes if if people do take him seriously it's going to be but Enough about talking about Kanye. Just even us, yeah, I was just about to say, just even us fucking just coming up back yeah. around of that shit, it just yeah. makes my fucking stomach hurt, man. <laughs> like, Yeah, but, but as far as the country, the actual album. No, but you're right, though. Younger people will vote for him, and that's a fucking shame. Yeah. But I, just hope, I hope he just doesn't get on the ballot. I will say the song like the music itself kind of plays like Jesus, which is why I like it. I, I'm like, all right, that's cool. what just... it reminded me of. Like, right. and like, I actually like Jesus when it came out and shit like that. But I'm like, man, like, I, I don't like how like Kanye goes from like shit from like, you know, the follow guy shit, you know, and then like back to like the weird, like offset it drums and shit like that like i mean bro come on fam like i like that really it changes that, I like it. no i like it though i love that like, I, I mean like, like i like that I, <clears throat> to me like okay y'all know how i said like it kind of like i don't know like gave me a headache and shit like that it really i don't know it really kind of makes me angry it's really kind of like it's subliminal you know what i'm saying like how you said it's a call for action. Like it, it makes me want to go like do some like weird, like you know what I'm saying? Some like some shit, you know? Like you think? And maybe that's just me. You think? But like, you you said what? I'm sorry. You what think Kanye is like hypnotizing people to like do violence? I mean, he could. He weird like that to where like yeah, that type, that's possible. Uh, I mean, that's the kind of message you would push it in, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, right? Like, I mean, that's the type of shit. I mean, even in the video, like the images on the video and shit like that, it, it kind of seems subliminal. But my thing way. is, yeah, you're right. But my thing is, he has no reason to be upset anymore. It's sick of just hit a trillion. I mean, his company, you know what I mean? He just made it, like what see, But it, like, with him, I don't even think it's about him being res- upset about anything. Like, that's why I don't believe his. he has a movement and like it's, it, it has any meaning. I think he just like does shit to do, does shit, do shit. You know what I'm saying? Like not like a troll, but like a, like a dude that's like, like a, like a, a weird, like a, what's that word? Like a demigod? It's like, <laughs> like, you know, like someone that like, they have like a fucking like a power, you know what I'm saying? But they don't even use it for like a good. It's just like a, they only use it because of the, they will the power. You know, 
I yeah, got you. So you, you're, you're making it like like Greek, and I love Greek mythology and all that shit. By the way, I do too. Yeah, so like yeah, I, I hear you about that. You know, you know, think, like you know, I, but, uh, uh, like uh, I mean, I don't know with with him. Like like I said, I'm a fan. Like I've always I've been a Kanye fan since before. Like Kanye was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like when nigga, like when we switched it up to the polos, and you know what I'm saying, like. Mm-hmm. And that was at the same time we were still like in between the jerseys and shit. Like I was rocking both, you know. But when I wore the polo, I was like, "Motherfucker, you know, talk down." Like I was like, "Oh, you don't get it yet because you ain't on Kanye yet." You know what I'm saying? So, like I've been on that nigga since like oh two, you know, oh one oh two, you know, H to the Izzo type shit. But the pop collar, it's I like how his fans are now. It's like standing. It's like they're stands. So. And, and like his his following is just they'll do they'll follow anything he does, you know. So if he's like, I'll vote for president, they're automatically going to vote for him just because he's president. It's not even a black thing or a white thing. You know how like some people only voted for Obama because he was like black and they was black, you know. Yeah. Like and they was just like, yo, this nigga got a good chance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's like not even like that. It's like, oh, I love Kanye. Oh, take me, Jesus. You know, like it's that type of shit. It's like culture. Yeah, um, and to me, that's like kind of like false like idols and prophets. You know what I mean? Like when it gets to that level where you're worshiping somebody more than like God, I'm not down with that. You know, and like and I hope it doesn't get to that point. It's kinda already is like with people who who don't the man calls himself are, Jesus. He's been doing it for fucking seven, eight years. I think that actually was just a play on just try to get like Shock about you personally, you know, because I I don't listen to the easiest song like album for, for that reason at first. I was like, I'm not listening to this shit because it's like you remember, you know, I was like, yeah. this shit's like, nah, I'm not about that, it's going against God and all that. I wasn't for it, but yeah. when I actually listened to it, I was like, you know, it's actually dope. And like the stuff that he was actually saying, it wasn't like he was like trying to like make himself be like on God's level or anything like that, you know. He was well, it, it was all about, you know, if I put this out, like I am. It's about creating, like Jesus. Mm. Is I'm creating new music. I'm creating, and I mean, it's definitely like you know, <laughs> cocky as fuck. But it's you know true to a certain extent. I mean, you look at 808s, kind of gave birth to like Drake, J. Cole type of music. And then um, you know, you look at like Jesus. Of course, that was kind of like that Travis Scott wave after that. So. I mean, to a certain degree, he's right. Now, yeah, blasphemy, it's a bit much, but, you know. Okay. Uh, always, uh, think, did he didn't think of um, things. Did, did y'all know that uh, Stop Trying to Be God was a, a Kanye diss? I mean, it, it, I think a lot of people were dissing Kanye from his own, like, camp. If I'm being honest with you, even but I mean, like, But I mean, like, that particular song and why he used the word Stop Trying to Be God. Yeah. I don't know. I never. I mean, that makes sense. I always took it just like chill. Don't try to do like, that's too why, much. That's why I don't believe. I I really think that Kanye with this uh, Watch the Blood, whatever the fuck the song called. Um, with this shit, I think he, that he just had some old Travis fucking ad libs and just threw the shit off and was just like Maybe. featuring Travis Scott. Maybe and like he owned the ad lib, so like he could do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Possibly, I mean that that that's not far fetched. Chance nothing in twenty twenty is any like far fetched to me. With any because they don't even rock with each other like that no more. They don't. Um, I don't think they hate each other. Though. The other thing too, though, because I mean I'm looking at the genius explanation. This is kind of what I remember reading about. Or 
hearing a lot about him early on, like when it was just rodeo. Yeah. How Travis Scott was just like a dick. Like nobody liked working with him. He wasn't agreeable. He was kind of a diva. Chance, and, you said that. You said he it, talked to him or met him or something, right? You said he was kind of like like a dick. You said well, me? Yeah. Remember you had his number well, or something like that. Oh, uh, you well, like yeah, like when he would call the studio and shit like that, you'd be like, oh, I you know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't got no time. Like, he'd like just like straight up hang up, like type shit like, like that. You know what I'm saying? And like, when when I knew him before he was a superstar, like I didn't know him, know him. You know what I'm saying? He was just like a kid that came over to play 2K with my little brother. You know what I'm saying? And like, he was quiet and like, just, you know, me, I'd come in and talk shit. Who just fuck this little weirdo and shit like that? And like, he wouldn't even like laugh or say anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he never came off like dickish or anything like that. Like, okay, but I mean, well, but you hear like when he got into studio, music, it got to his head, and that's at least what this contributor says. You know, I mean, I'm not saying this is like the truth, but you know, it's kind of it, the song talks about the difficulties of being a successful artist and not developing the god complex. So in a way, it's kind of on the nose about. Hey, look what you could be with Kanye. So I mean, I don't think it's like a direct Kanye diss, but it's like talking to himself, but also saying don't become Kanye. Or so himself. It's like, <laughs> huh? I said don't become Kanye or what he was becoming. Because I think he kind of chilled out a little bit, you know. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of the point. Now it's like, okay, now he blew up, he got to that next level. And I remember saying on the Mike Silva show, we did a freaking podcast um about him at the time. And like it was with my friend Ramiro, who's been uh, in the music scene and you know we're just kind of talking like hey he was he had a had a uh had a uh reputation as being a dick and then right, right. i was like man i don't think he's yeah. gonna blow up if he keeps that going and then sure enough now he's well well i, I believe with jesus I, I think that uh kanye kind of like really just took his whole sound and just put it out you know what i'm saying and like put his you know like kanye west on it you know like which I mean, that happens a lot in the music industry with producers and shit like that, especially with producers, you know? Well, saying? he wasn't on every song, though. But I'm I'm saying, like, the whole, like, the music, like, the production, shit like that, like, the style, like... I think he might have only been that, on, like, two songs, though. I think that was all, like, shit that Travis was probably working on. Kanye probably was just like, nah, these are my hard drives, like, and, you know, kind of just, like, took it and ran with it and kanye it. Like, hey, Mike, I, man. I mean, like, all like everything Travis that we have is thanks to Kanye because he took him to Paris, you know what I'm saying? Like, the fucking uh, good music, the cold summer, shit, uh, you know, like all thanks to Kanye or whatever. But I don't think that they rock with each other like that nowadays, bro. Like, even like uh, with a uh, sicko mode, like, that's a Kanye diss, you know what I'm saying? Like, from Drake, uh, I, I, I don't even like look at it that deep it probably was you know what i mean i was just trying like the, as far as like enjoying the production of it because when i like like listen to music i like the production and beats and shit but yeah mike you're actually the first person to put me on travis at your uh apartment at um the first apartment on winsome i think uh days before rodeo mixtape when he first was kind of blowing up um and so i don't know i, I just feel like personally i like the old travis i mean i respect that you know the bigger you get you're gonna change but I just like that old, like, Days for Rodeo vibe. I did, too. I did, classic. too. But, you know, it's weird because I feel like Astroworld has grown to be, like, my second favorite album of his. And they're completely different. At first, I was like, Astroworld's cool, but, like, 
I miss the old Travis Scott sound. But then it grew on me, but they're they're completely different, which is strange. But um, I mean I like Rodeo a lot too though. Rodeo is underrated. Rodeo I've been listening to uh Birds in the Trap a lot lately. I think Astral and Days Before are more close to sounding together than uh any of his work that sounds sounding alike. You know what I'm saying? I guess the reason why Astro I like just kind of have more of that like spacey sound and, right, and exactly. you know like days before had days more before was a little more trappy, a little more Houston too. I feel like it was more like like just like not Houston but like it was, it was eerie. More, like it so, sounded like a Halloween time like time of the year. Like every song kind of had that like eerie slow like weird kind of beat to it. You know, like, I feel about Astro. Really? It's just a little more. It's a little more colorful. It's yeah, very much more colorful though. That's I think that's the big difference because I don't think it's like a little bit. I think it's like every it's a little more neon, just like neon python. Shout out to Riff. Right. I don't know. I think Astro more. I think like 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 hippie Coachella vibes. Whereas I feel like with days before, it's more days before like, more like, grungy. Yeah, Lollapalooza, some shit. Like overcast. You know, October. Always, yeah, and it always comes out like late August, so it kind of leaks into like the fall when all his albums really start picking up. So that was I'm, great. That I was put you, I put you on days before, right, Mike? I think, yeah, I remember you telling me the guy his name, and I remember listening to it, and I was like, okay, I like because this I remember song. when I when I heard that shit, nigga, I was calling everybody and be like, oh my god, did y'all hear that shit? Like, yeah, because I remember, uh, like those were the sound the early SoundCloud days, and I was chopping. This I remember you shit. mentioned it, and then I heard it somewhere else, and I was like, all right, that's two people, I'll give it a listen, and instantly I was like, okay, I like nah, this. It's classic for sure. Nah, for sure, because I remember that piff getting that shit because I was working at the studio. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, man. But with Kanye, man, going back to Kanye because that's I think that's how we got all of this shit <laughs> because it was featuring yeah, Travis. That's how we got <laughs> Travis shit. But I don't know, man. The song, the video, it's it, I don't know. Me, I'm I'm thumbs down. I give it one thumb down, one thumb up. Okay, I give it thumbs up. What about you, Mark? Any we can. Oh, move thumbs on. up, both of them. Okay, cool. No thumbs. <laughs> Thumb in a butt. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to hear the rest of this conversation, make sure you tune in to Play It By Ear, dropping tomorrow. Uh, and with that, we'll jump into Let's Get Deep. All right, so the question that we have, and again, we just kind of gather questions from, from listeners, viewers. We have a bank full of questions just to kind of be our combo prompts. This week, let's get deep. Can you trust your significant other to be good friends with somebody that is single and attractive? And of course, that being somebody of the opposite sex. Or of course, the same sex as you, you know? So if you're gay, you know, if you got a gay boyfriend, you know, would you want him hanging out with a, you know, another handsome, you know, whatever it is, or heterosexual, however, whatever lens. So, I mean, that's a good question. It is. I'll let you guys go first. I'm, of course, married. I'm in the most secure situation so i mean it's different now i know actually on, no no you I, go first no that's not i mean there's no, no such thing as a secured situation whatever i'll go ahead yeah. and start. you should go that's first cool. can i start it first got to you you go ahead all right cool 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 thanks <laughs> guys but yeah so as far as um can you be friends with somebody that's 
I think Janelle actually gave me this question, actually. And my answer to this is... Damn, you just calling them motherfuckers out like that? Nah, that's close to homie. Yeah. She, uh, she hopped on that one time. Yeah, she did hop on. Yeah, exactly. And Chance was, like, giving her shit. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, so I don't think you can actually be friends with somebody, like, close friends, like, hanging out one-on-one that's, that's single. And because it's too much, it's too much, like... You know what I mean? Like, it's too much stuff that actually can happen. Now, if it's, like, in a group setting, like, y'all hanging out in a group and all that, um, I think that's fine. But it depends, right? So what I mean by that is, like, if you're hanging out with this person, like, a lot, like, a lot, a lot, like, more than your significant other, that's a problem. You know what I mean? Like, that's a problem. You shouldn't be hanging out with somebody more than, like, who you're actually with, you know, if you're with somebody, you know? That's just... Think about, like, me personally, I wouldn't want my chick hanging out with a dude... That's attractive, you know, whatever, more than me, you know, because I figure, you know, one on one, because it's like, what's actually going on? Like, why are you hanging out so much, like, versus me and you? You know, it just doesn't make sense to me, you know? So if that's the case, yeah, nah, for sure, like, I'm not, that's not right, you know? Yeah. So my take, I mean, I agree with you on that. I think there are certain boundaries that you don't cross. Um, I'd say the more you're with somebody, the longer you're with them, the more you tend to trust them. Now, if you ever do something to lose trust, I feel like it's hard to ever get it back, you know, but if you have it and you've established it, it just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. Now, again, that's the hardest thing to build and the easiest thing to lose. But I feel like as long as you're doing your part, you're not stepping out of bounds. It just keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger over time. I think a lot of that comes with, you know, being comfortable. Again, in the beginning of a relationship, you never know, you know, it's all about getting adjusted, understanding each other, and, you know, it's all compromise, right? So when you're first Mm -hmm. with somebody, you don't know how much they expect. You might know what they expect, but you don't necessarily know how much. You don't know um, how they feel about you. You don't know how you come off to them because I mean you know but it's different because you're not you're still getting used to each other as people at first you're in that honeymoon phase all that really matters is the relationship you know let's date let's talk let's do this let's do that once you start to get to know each other on a personal level and you start doing hobbies together and when you're hanging out you're hanging out doing nothing instead of like events like going on dates early in the relationship Mm -hmm. that's when I think, you know, you really get to know the other person. I would say earlier in the relationship, if you're in that fragile state, not necessarily fragile state, but early enough where you're just dating, might not know each other on that personal level that deep yet, then yeah, you can kind of put yourself in dangerous situations or you can see your significant other put themselves in dangerous situations. You know what, my guys, so I mean, we know guys are almost always have an agenda. All creeps. Exactly. I was going to say always. that. It's not that I don't trust yeah, I don't trust dudes. You know, what I'm I mean, I, I, it depends on, I, on no your, dude. Your your niggas, especially another like kind of their personality too. Because I feel like if they're tough and like already kind of like bitchy, you know, it, they won't allow themselves to get in a tough situation. They'll just like you know push off of it. Push off, right? Um, if they're very friendly, then those are the ones you're kind of like. Well, you might not have any bad intentions, but you might end up in a situation where you can't really talk your way out of it. Now, all of a sudden, you have these guys that have agendas, have you in a precarious situation, things can go bad. So I would say it's not even so much the trust in the significant other. And, you know, 
I mean, yeah, in the beginning, but I'd say the big thing is really just kind of trusting that they know not to trust guys. Right, yeah, <laughs> um, I agree, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, just to like, always be on guard. You know what I'm saying? Like, like in a way, um, even if they do like consider that person a friend or like they've known that person longer than they known they significant other or whatnot. You know, like, um, I mean, shit, like. It's all right, but like sometimes I don't know. Like, if it's like some shit, I, I, I even like when I was in a relationship, like my girl would go to uh like hang out with like girls' night or whatever. Yeah, but like they'll go hang out with like these dudes that are like their friends, you know. And it's right. like, yo, I know these niggas. Like, why can't I? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck is like? Why are you going? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if like you're going to hang out with like your single friends and shit, like that's kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? And so like, even though like I knew I had nothing to worry about, or like you know I th- thought that, or you know it was all good. Like, it was just kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? Like to well, like for me, you know, I think this too. Me like, looked at them kind of weird just because of the actions that she was taken you know what i'm saying yeah and i feel you on that i think a lot of it too though is like if you're in a like if you're if her group of friends are all single you know it's kind of tough you know most of y'all are single not 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 so much anymore but there were periods of time where you know y'all were single so it's like right i get it because i'm hanging out with y'all we're not really doing anything sketch but if you find that like it's constantly she's only hanging out with her single friends and you're kind of left out of the loop, right. that's where it can be kind of like, hey, what's going on there? You know, like most of the time it's mm-hmm. like, hey, this is what the guys are doing. Do you want to join? We know they're probably not going to say yes. Yeah, like, nah, but it's right, like right. If you don't give that initial invite. Then it's kind of like, are you trying to keep me away? Like, what? I, I do feel you on that. Yeah. yeah. I feel you too. And that's like, usually how it. Well, that's how it was for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like the personal, you know, example that I can kind of give or whatever. And, um, but like, real talk, if you're confident in yourself and like your relationship, you really ain't got nothing to worry about. Yeah. But like, as long as that, that shit don't get excessive, you know? Yeah. Because it's like, what, yo, like, you spending more time with that person than me. Like, what the fuck is up? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, it shouldn't, you know, my thing is respect. You know, respect and transparency. Like you said, Mike, just let, like, you don't have to let, like, a person know all the time, but, like, hey, this is what I'm about to do. You can come or not, but, you know, I'm just letting you know, like, it's being transparent. If you're, like, not letting, like, plans know at all, especially if you're out together and you're being sneaky about stuff, that's a problem. You know what I mean? Like, that's an issue, especially when you find out they're hanging out with, like, their single guy friends. You know what I mean? and that could be like with with anything too. Like, uh, I mean, they could be you know like going more to the gym or some shit. You know, spending more hours with their personal trainer or shit like that. Hanging out with the kids that they mentor, like Jada Pinkett was doing. You know, <laughs> some, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That was that was supposed to be. Like yeah, you know, like, I'm glad you mentioned that. So, Jock, you you yeah, said let's bring this up. I'll let you intro the idea, and I got the I got the article up. Yeah, I did. So I don't know if you guys have been keeping up what's going on, well, what's been going on in the world. But it's an artist by the name of August Alcina. Y'all know him. You know, he had the hit. I love this shit. Nigga look like Sasha Bob now. Right. Yeah, his hair is crazy. But uh, so it was a, he had a recent interview with Angela Yee, about an hour long or so. 
and she asked him the question like, hey, August, you know, you always been kind of quiet on, you know, who you actually dated or who you have relations with. Do you mind shedding light on that, you know, pretty much? And he was like, you know what? I just want to like live my truth and like get it out there. And then he dropped the bomb and said like, you know, me and Jada actually like had a secret relationship, which is crazy. It was already kind of alluded to, but nobody didn't really, it was kind of like rumored, right? But he said it out of his own mouth, like, nah, it's, it's, yeah, like we were together. And the crazy part is he said he actually went to Will Smith and sat down and Will gave him his blessing. Like, hey man, like you have my blessing. And- Will a cut. Right, and so I'm just like, dang. So like what I think happened is that, you know, they are an open marriage. You know, we all know that Will and Jada. And I think that she just wanted to fuck around with August Alcina. She probably thought he was cute and attractive and just wanted to, like, fuck him strictly, right? But August ended up catching feelings and, like, really falling in love with her type shit. So he probably wanted to take to another level. And she was like, nah, like, I'm not trying to do all that. <laughs> like, nah, nigga, him. I got a family. And he's exactly. like, yeah, yeah, right. And so she probably, she probably dropped him or told him, like, to chill out. Friendly he got like mad, man. couldn't deal with it. You know, because in the interview, if you guys watch it, he really loved her. Like, I loved her. I never he even said this guys yeah I mean, like, oh, there it is right there right he even said this but how like, could you not no that's Angela E but like um so he even said in an interview because I watched the full interview she was like an hour long I watched the whole thing he even said Damn, that boy yeah because it was interesting he said that um if he were to die today he would be happy in life knowing that he gave his full love to somebody now I don't know if he actually meant that or if he's let's keep in mind it he says it here yeah exactly yep see, gave see, himself yeah. to that relationship for years right. of his life and he truly and really really deeply loved and had a ton of love for her yep so now she said absolutely not true I mean <laughs> if you if you somebody boy toy there's some healing that needs to happen <laughs> said boy toy that's what it was Chance that's all it was in her mind you know yeah to him it like he may have been in love, like they may have had like a relationship, but to her, she was probably just, he was probably just fucking Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. That's the whole point I'm making. Exactly. But he caught feelings. He found love and then found, you know. And there's that's the why, man, point. like, yeah. like, that's why, like, relationships got to be, like, deeper than, like, sex. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it has yeah. to be, like, more than that. Like, I, like, real talk, like now being grown, like I, I couldn't really just like just fuck nobody, and you know what I'm saying? Like, not. I mean, I mean, I could, but like, I don't know. Like, I'd seem like an asshole because you know I wouldn't want to be in that type of shit. So yeah, it's just drama, bro. Like the older we get, yeah. we realize like it, it is. We have to have like have a fucking connection. talk, exactly, and it's more of a connection, right? Um, so I just thought that was actually interesting that, you know, it kind of ties back to everything that we're talking about. Can you trust your significant other being with somebody single that's attractive, you know, and we, we brought up, you know, Mike, you brought up the whole point that it's not about trusting them. It's just about the whole, like everything else, like around the situation, you know? Um, but I thought that was interesting, man. Like, you know, it just, you can trust your, your, your significant other all day long, but just the other person. And this is a perfect example. Will. Trust Jada, of course, if he gave his blessings. Like, you know what? They do it all the time. Whatever. If you want to fuck him, cool, whatever. But Will probably didn't know this nigga would be this this messy or, you know, like drama behind that. So I'm I sure he's probably. This. Yeah, I'm sure he's probably. He seemed like a messy, messy ass nigga. 
Exactly. And so Will's probably mad. Like, why you bring this messy ass nigga in my house, you know, in our house around our family and shit. Like I thought y'all had an understanding and now he's airing out our dirty laundry type shit, you know? And this is right after the whole, um, who's the YouTube guy that made some weird comments <laughs> about Willow? Did y'all see that? No. I, I didn't see that. What was this? Some kind of a weird thing. And this is like, you know, their, their family's always in the news, you know, like, Unfortunately, yeah, I like the Smiths. Yeah. They so, weirdos. Yeah, it was like uh, this dude Shane Dawson. I guess he was YouTube. They found some old post he had from a long time ago where he was like talking about that song she put that was like "Whip Her Hair." I want oh, my hair back if I, I want my hair back if I. It was like fourteen yeah. or thirteen. Yeah, yeah. that guy basically like. Cancel culture, you know, but like that's weird talking about kids, man. Like I'm if you cancel people talking about kids, I'm not making any argument for them. Right. Cancel culture for what? For whipping a hair back and forth? Nah, it was like he made some kind of like sexual comments about it and she was like fourteen at the time. Yeah, that's just not cool at all. And you know, speaking of that, what's up with these fucking pedophiles, bro? Like, I don't I, I do not I will never understand that people always making comments about younger chicks or women. That shit is, like, gross, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I, like, like Epstein, for example. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to get into that, but it's just, like, shit just gross, bro. Like, what makes y'all attracted to that, to, like, a young girl, you know? Dude, I don't know, man. There's some I don't fucking know, man, because I like grown-ass women. We, I mean, everybody's yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's shit, you know? But just, I don't know what it is. I'm, I, I'm a... To like chicks that's even older than me, I be going for the milfs and cougars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you on that though. I don't. I mean, it's it, you know, as I've gotten older too. You know, you think about like when you're 16, you look at like you know peers, and then you look at the ones that are younger than that. You're like, oh, they look young. There are like 22, 23 year olds now that I see that I'm like, that looks like a child. You know, like it's it's crazy. Exactly. It's a kid, bro. Literally. Yeah, like normally your frame of reference changes, you know, but it's not like that for everybody. I mean, some people kind of have problems. Oh, it goes back to daddy and mommy issues. Like I get that, but it's just get fucking therapy. Like if you know somebody, if you know also somebody has an issue, try to help them like seek help. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit's not. They're just gonna prey on somebody else. You know, when they get older or whatever. So. I don't know, man. It's just crazy. Like that shit upsets me. Like when I see that, like every time. So fuck that guy that made the comment to Willow. Yeah, weird shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a pretty, uh, pretty deep docket this week, y'all. Um, that covers everything I had. I mean, is there any any final shout outs you had for the listeners before we call it for the night? Hey, you guys go get you a gun when you can. <laughs> if you live in Texas or anywhere, because just to like not to kill people but just like protect yourself you know what i'm saying like to you know be smart about shit we all also, carry yeah also like keep at it with the black lives movement like for the right reasons keep you know signing petitions vote go vote you know it's, that's very important you guys july 14th is when it's going to start so if you can't vote early please go do that because this shit is very important in the matter do your research as well and that's all i got chance any final shouts um yeah, uh, first of all, shout out to y'all, man. Like, I'm glad we still, like, got this going. You know what I'm saying? Because this shit, like, therapy to me. 
I love just, you know what I'm saying, chopping it up with my niggas and shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, now that we can have these, uh, this platform, we can have these conversations with the world. You know what I'm saying? Because this is just us talking. It's just, you know, how we do and shit. So, man, shout out to y'all. I appreciate y'all niggas and shit. Um, also, man, like, we got some big shit coming. I know I say that shit, like, uh, every fucking episode, but I really feel like, like, this half of the year is going to be way better than the last. Like, we just got to fucking adjust, you know what I'm saying? Keep it moving. Everybody, you know, stay vigilant, you know, watch yourselves. But, uh, man, try to have fun, you know, like, with what you can do. I know it's hard out here for everybody. And, Chance, you bring up a good point, bro. Like, it's it's a lot to take in with social media, the news. So if you guys have to, like, unplug and unwind and just not see that for a couple of days or weeks, do that. Go outside, go skate, ride bikes, whatever. Yeah, you know? That's your help. That's your help, for sure. Yeah, sure. Helps. Definitely. I mean, y'all, shit, y'all know me, you know, like, uh, you know, if any of the um, people on the pod, you know, like, listen back, shit, it was a time where I was, like, not on there for a minute. Like, it was just, like, I had to unplug from, like, not only, you know, like, doing this type of shit, but, like, every fucking thing. Like, cause, I don't know, man. Getting caught up in, like, the social media shit, like, sometimes it, it, it's overwhelming. It know? is, man. It is, it is, for sure. So, you know, like, like, watch us, but, you know, take a break from everything else. Fuck yeah. Them. I mean, we, we, we talk deep shit here and there, but we try to keep it lighthearted, you know. Um, we're all funny dudes, funny fellers, you know. So reach out to us. Best way to contact us will be on social media, at The Rep Network. That's going to be on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook, you can find us on the Facebook page, at Repertoire TPN, as in Repertoire, the podcast network. And then, of course, if you go to therep.network, You'll find all of our links for Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, for both Don't At Me and Play It By Ear. So as always, thanks for listening in, and uh, we'll talk to y'all next week. See you. Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause.